physical distance is no longer a barrier to communication. Today, the entire world is our next-door neighbor. Our news is their news. Their news, ours. Hey, Johanna, this is a special bonus episode of the Disney Guys Uncensored, recorded on Thursday, March 12th, 2020. We have some breaking news regarding closures on the Disney Cruise Line, all of the domestic parks, and Disneyland Paris. But before we get to the specifics, the four of us wanted to throw something out there to you, the listener. As over the last year, we've covered everything from rumors and ride accidents to earnings reports and everything in between. But over the last three weeks, a new issue has reared its ugly head. COVID-19, or more commonly, coronavirus. We have reported on the global pandemic for several weeks, and in the interest of trying to be an escape for you, our listener, we'll be limiting our coverage of the virus going forward as a means for you to escape when you listen to our show. Now, on to the big rumors here, or shall we say at this point, guys, the big closures, because they're not rumors. Walt Disney World itself will be closing at the end of business Sunday, March 15th, and will stay closed at least through, at least through the end of the month. Hotels, retail, and dining complexes will actually still remain open. Also on March 15th, Disneyland Paris will suspend its operations at close of business. The hotels also will remain open across the pond. On Saturday, March 14th, Disney Cruise Line will be suspending all new departures until the end of the month, and Disneyland and Anaheim will be closed beginning the same day, with the hotels to follow on March 16th. So guys, this is only probably one of a handful of times combined that these parks have closed, and I don't know that the cruise line has ever shut down to this extent. I mean, I know we've had storms where they've kind of rerouted ships or, or maybe canceled a day at sea and got them back to port a day early. Um, going real quickly around the room, and, and we'll start w- with Andrew, and, and we'll go to Tim, and then I think we'll have Jordana kind of wrap it up and give us some feedback on what to do if you have a, a trip planned or if you need to rebook a trip. She can uh, certainly help you with that. So, Andrew, um, for you, I know that your brother, my cousin, um, he's got a trip coming up in a couple of weeks that now he's going to have to obviously reschedule. Um, what do you make of this? Because I know that earlier in, in this, we were kind of on the fence about whether they would close the domestic parks at all. And now clearly, in the last, let's say, 36 hours, things have changed dramatically with, with how people are responding to this pandemic. I mean, any thoughts from you? I, I know the stock took a beating in the last week as well, but on a global scale, did, do you, uh, what do you think this means for the parks going forward? Obviously today, um, being Thursday, there, there was a lot of announcements um, outside of the Disney company mm-hmm. that, that kind of, I think, um, you know, really made a significant impact uh, throughout the, the world, really, not even, not even just mm-hmm. the nation. You know, when when you book a Disney trip in general, as anybody knows that has probably listening that's been to Disney or Disneyland, wherever it might be, it's it's a project in itself, right? It's a six month affair of of booking, fast passes, dining, excitement. You tell your kids all of this stuff, and I'm thinking of my own kids, you know, and and it comes back to then you have to tell them, hey guys, sorry, we're not going to Disney, and. You know, you're not going to try to get them involved in what's going on in the world today when you have young kids. So it's it's heartfelt for a lot of you families out there that do have upcoming trips. It, it 
really, you know, sympathetic in a way because it's it, it's tough to explain that. It's tough to go reschedule all of that. It's a difficult situation. Um, now, from the other side of the fence, you know, I commend Disney. I commend for, for what they've done. Um, it wasn't, you know, it's not an easy decision for them. It's not an easy decision. I'm not getting into this political debate, but it's not an easy decision for the government as a whole or each state to, to declare all these emergencies and things like that. Uh is it for the better of the people? My personal opinion, yeah. You know, we we're trying to confine this thing, and um, it's it's a weird, touchy subject for a lot of us. And um, you know, it's it's the right decision. But but overall, it's it's it's, it's tough times. It's only going to get worse before it gets better. And um, you know, I think Disney's going to bounce back stronger than ever. You know, there's a lot of upcoming stuff that are moving forward. And um, I think we're excited to, to see what will come out of this, right? So um, there could be new precautions. There could be new safety things. This should be a whole new segue for, um, you know, safety in the parts as a whole, right? As far as sanitary, you know, guidelines, let's say. But, uh, yeah, it is it is what it is, and we, we have to deal with it. There's We can't stomp our feet. We can't get angry. This is something that's going on internationally throughout mm-hmm. the world, and we got to move on. So, that, that, you know, that's that's kind of my take on it. So, so you're saying it's a whole new world for us out there right now? Uh, yeah, you could you could say that. Yeah, uh, Tim. Now I know of the four of us, you are, um, let's say, the most politically um, astute of the four of us. I, I think would be the right word, um, and, and you follow that. I, I, I'm not saying there's political ramifications at play here, but obviously. Obviously, Anaheim itself has a certain um, quarantine, quote unquote, in effect, where they don't want groups larger than 100 or whatever it is. And, and initially, Disneyland was exempt from the California government's uh, list of places that wouldn't. Uh, Correct. They, they would have been exempt from that ruling. Special um, exemption, basically, and, and for they, Disneyland. Correct. And then... Obviously, uh, the governor escapes me in Florida right now. Declared the state Ron of emergency. DeSantis. Yeah, yep. There you go, Ron DeSantis. And it's um, it's one of those things that I, I, I agree with what Andrew said. That I think it's good on Disney for not necessarily getting out ahead of it, but they've been at the forefront. Obviously, with Shanghai and then Tokyo, they obviously have procedures in place. Despite obviously they don't necessarily own Tokyo, but they have procedures in place for their worldwide parks. Uh, to do these things. Um, and I think you were one of the ones that kind of doubted they would close the domestic parks uh, initially when we had the conversation. You kind of said, there's no way you, they would they would find a way around it. Um, in hindsight, do you think this was maybe political pressure where it's kind of like, hey, guys, you know, because I don't see it that way, but I'm just interested from your vantage point with, with your reading up on it. Did you think this is political pressure? Is this just Disney doing right by its customers and trying to do its part to contain the, the uh, spread of the disease? I think this is 100% just Disney trying to do right by the recommendations of experts and what the, the global medical and uh, governmental community has decided is the best way to contain this thing that doesn't currently have a vaccine, which is this idea of social distancing and uh, self-quarantining containment. Um, As you said, Anaheim was given a special permission by the governor of California, Gavin Newsom, to remain open because their business was intrinsically linked to people being in the parks. Mm -hmm. And um, there was nothing in Florida's state of emergency that said businesses had to do anything. Um, In fact, it, it looks like 
the second largest sporting event after Super Bowl, uh, WrestleMania, <laughs> is still trying to go forward, uh, wow. you know, just down the road from Disney World. Uh, but yeah, I mean, Disney parks represented 37% of Disney's profit in 2019, mm-hmm. a year that was a record profit year for Disney. A lot of people think that's from the record-breaking box office, but, um, you know, more than a third of that was from the parks. And and Disney, in both cases, with the U.S. parks, made the decision on their own to uh, to close it for the, 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 the greater public good, which I, I have to commend them for that. Um, and and I, I would ask you, too, because you've actually been to the foreign parks and you haven't been to paris but but you spoke very highly of what they do in 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 uh, tokyo uh, at those parks I, I guess my question would be is are we surprised by by timeline that disneyland paris was the last park standing because i know that was surprising to me when we got all these announcements that that disneyland paris officially was the last park standing and uh in terms of announcements and it looks like it will be um with with disney world as well um, Paris obviously hit a little bit differently uh, than, uh, let's say, uh, Anaheim or, or, or Orlando, uh, with, with they actually had a cast member that contracted the disease as well. Um, so it's interesting. I know, Andrew, you had said there was a, a, some pictures out there on the web where they were setting up uh, what looked like screening tents um, at, in Paris. Uh, at least allegedly that's what it was. Again, we have no confirmation of that. Uh, but allegedly they were the screening tents uh, to welcome guests. So I, I would assume that those screening practices will be in place through the weekend uh, at least. So, uh, Tim, what, what do you make real quick? And then I'm going to get to Jordana with a question for her that they're keeping the hotels open in Orlando and Paris. What, what do you make of that? So I, I think what I make of it, 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 it's a logistics thing. Both Orlando and Paris are both tourist destinations, whereas Anaheim's a locals park. Uh, Anaheim also had a an ordinance on it, whereas as far as I know, Paris doesn't and Florida definitely doesn't. So, um, I mean, you can't really pull the plug on people who may be stuck in Florida due to travel arrangements. Um, there's mm-hmm. all sorts of crazy stuff going on with uh, a, a European travel ban. Mm-hmm. Um, people might not be able to get home. So for Disney to to basically pull the rug out of from under people and say, uh, you know, you don't have to go home, but you can't stay here. Uh, Correct. Yeah. It is a horrible look on what overall is, is, as I said earlier, for the public good. So, um, yeah. I, I, so, I, so I think we all agree at this point that they've done everything within their power as a company that is a leader in pretty much every facet of every industry they're in. Uh, they, they did the right thing here is, is I think, the key takeaway. Um but to that point, I, I want to bring Jordana in. Jordana, welcome back. I, you've been away. You moved. How, how's the new house? Good? The new house is great. Thank you guys for uh, holding oh, on to everything while I was gone. Well, well, we've certainly missed you, and it's it's kind of bittersweet that you're coming back on an episode that is this uh, off-putting, I suppose. Yeah. Um, to catch you up, you've missed a lot. Um, the world is going to hell in a handbasket. Apparently. <laughs> and... Uh, and uh, so for, for any listeners out there that have trips planned in the next month or so that aren't um, going to be able to use them, uh, Disney did uh, extend a token uh, to those people that have to, re- that have to, book the, to rebook the trip. Uh, they're waiving the $50 change fee uh, as long as you rebook into 2020, and that's currently 
I think we would assume with these parks uh, being closed and a mandate being put out by the park uh, by the company that they are closing the parks. Maybe that gets extended. That's pure speculation on our end. Um, right. But what can we do if we have trips booked? Uh, can we reach out to you if you have questions or or uh, anything like that? And, and that would extend, I think, to any uh, any of the cruise lines that have canceled as well. And I know a Royal Caribbean uh, Princess as well. And I know you handle a lot of that stuff. So as a travel agent. Uh, what does this do for, not necessarily for your business, but how would you go about helping people in this instance? What I do want to say is I'm getting daily emails, not only just from Disney, but from all, you know, like you said, all different cruise lines, all these different places on um, just how accommodating they are being to make sure that everything is kind of contained to make sure that you are comfortable on your vacation or on your travels. Um I have been, you know, educated on all these different, you know, airlines and everything. So if you have any questions within the next couple of weeks um, and have to change any of your plans or anything and you don't really know how to get about that, what I want to say first is it is going to be very difficult to call Disney right now. It's going to be difficult for me to call Disney. I know mm-hmm. I already said, you know, I'm going to be on the phone for at least a few hours tomorrow trying to uh, figure out one of my clients' trips. But... Um, if you have any small questions and you can't wait th- that couple hours on the phone, feel free to reach out to me as a Ohana listener. Um, I am more than happy to, you know, help any little things or um, even look at rescheduling for you, whatever we can do. Um, you know, it's, it's, it's not going to happen right when you wanted it to, but it's not forever. It's just for right now. So uh, still keep looking, you know, forward to your vacation. It's going to come up soon, but you know, unfortunately, it's just got to be postponed a little bit. Yeah, I, I think I think that's an excellent point. And, and again, if there's anything that any of us, if you have questions or comments, you guys know all the contact information, reach out to any one of us. Uh, I think we'll all be glad to answer any questions you may or may have. But from an actual getting things done standpoint, I would recommend reaching out to Jordana, as that is what she does. Um Ultimately, guys, that's all that I had for you guys. Uh, I don't know if you guys have anything else. And if not, we'll, we'll bring it home with just a uh, last few words for, for our listeners. And, and unless you guys have anything else to add. I'm good. Wash your hands, stay healthy, and we love you. Yeah, no, I think that's the thing. I think uh, for now, we just ask that our listeners remain vigilant and uh, try to remain as calm as possible in these times. Um, I mean, it's tough when you turn the news on. And everything is doom and gloom and the world is ending. I mean, it's I guess it's possible. But at the end of the day, you know, try to remain calm and, you know, remain vigilant and follow the advice of the experts. That's all we can say, because I don't think any of us here claim to be health experts in, in any way. So, again, thanks for listening to the show. Thanks for taking the time out of the last year to give uh, at least me and Andrew uh, for the last year uh, your attention. Uh, it means a lot to us, and we uh, we hope to see you guys on Tuesday night or Tuesday morning. Stay safe, Ohana. <laughs> <laughs>